Welcome everyone to Sports Sharks, the podcast where we give you the real deal, uh, or some of us. How you doing, Fit? Doing good. Ready for another week? How you doing, huh? I'm doing good myself. Uh, for those who are listening, uh, one of our sidekicks is not here today. Mr. Scott Mai, he's on vacation, but he airdropped his pick, so we'll share that later on. But uh, before we do, let's recap last week. Shall we recap last week, or we can just move on? No, let's go ahead. I want to. I want to. I want to hear our record now. <laughs> yes, last week Scott came in at one and three again. He picked the Saints plus six and a half versus the Bills and lost. He took the Giants plus four versus the Eagles and won. He picked the Jags plus one versus the Falcons and lost. And for the Sunday night game, he took the Browns plus three and a half versus the Ravens and lost. So now his overall win loss record is 25 and 23 with a 52.08 winning percentage. To me, his, 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 um, well, he picked all hard games, but I felt like the giants versus the Eagles was the hardest one. And he won that one. Yeah, it was. I came in at one and three. Also, I took the Cowboys versus the Raiders on Thanksgiving day under 51 and it was a shootout. So I lost, I took the Colts plus three versus the bucks went into overtime and the Tampa Bay bucks scored a touchdown. It didn't go to overtime. It didn't. I thought it did. No, nah, they, uh, they tied it up with two minutes left too much time for Tom Brady. And he drove it down the field for a touchdown. Oh man. Of course. Right. Right. No, they were supposed to, the way it was looking at, it looked like they were just going to go down, kick the field goal, win the game, which would have gave us the push. Mm-hmm. But uh, Leonard Fournette broke for like a 35-yard run and then touchdown. Yeah, from, from the highlights, he was a beast in that game, huh? He was. He was. He was one of the highest uh, fantasy scorers that week. Speaking of fantasy, man, Leonard Fournette, um, everyone left him for dead on the fantasy radar. Yeah. And he's, he's, you know, he's solid, serviceable. He is. They didn't expect that from him this season. Definitely. And then I took the Bills minus six and a half versus the Saints in one. And for the Sunday night game, I took the Browns versus the Ravens over 46, which you called it was a sloppy, cold, rainy game. So my overall record is 23 and 24 and one for 48.9% winning percentage. So I now dropped under 50%. Hmm. And Vit, you came in at, at a whopping three and one. You could have went three zero oh, and one, but uh, you took the Lions plus three versus the Bears, the Jets plus two and a half versus the Texans and one. You took the Colts plus three versus the Bucks and lost. And for the Sunday night game, you took the Browns versus the Ravens under forty six and one. So your record now is twenty four twenty three and one for fifty one point zero six winning percentage. So I you surpassed you, huh? I surpassed you then. Yes, you did. Yeah, you're mm. now in second. Uh, you're you're one game behind Scott, and I am one game. You're second, and I'm one game behind you. So mm. it's it's very close, but it's amazing how you made a nice comeback. You were probably about what five or six games behind I was, us. I think a couple of podcasts ago, I was kind of already about to uh, put up the white flag, and then. Uh, and then you were you brought him back to ground like, hey man, it's still a lot left. So yeah, like, you know it was what? like right. seven seven weeks left in the season, man. Thank you. I, sh- uh, I should have had you wave you. the white flag. 
Yeah, thanks to you and Scott having these uh dismissal uh type of last two three weeks here. So are you doing anything different in your your analysis? Or are you just I, staying I true? I am. I oh. I going back to the old ways. Like I think I was just picking like these uh solid games that you know for sure should be wins, and then just watching how the season's been unfolding. Uh, I've had to go back to my uh, my roots again. Go against the public. There's a lot of games this week that's the public that I liked that I, I could I cannot take this week. I have to go do something different again. Well, that's kind of scary because I'm looking at my picks and they're all public picks. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, sure. I'm going. I think I'm going back to my roots. I'm going back to the public <laughs> picks. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there is a lot of games, a lot of trap games this week. All right, let's see. Let's see what Scott mailed in for this week. So he's taking the Cowboys versus the Saints. Nice Thursday night's game. He's taking the under 48. Oh, feel free to, to dog his picks too, since he's not here. To something, himself. something different, because you know how he loves these Thursday overs. But you, yeah. uh, you, you, you kind of been mentioning to him that, uh, you know, the Thursday's game been a lot of unders because they just didn't have time to prepare. I think, and it's, it's been like that this season. I feel like a lot of Thursday games been more under than over, but. I don't know why he just keeps loving picking these Thursdays games because who knows? What if tonight game was a shootout? <laughs> well, last Thursday's game, the Thanksgiving game, the Cowboys versus the Raiders, that was a shootout. That was a shootout. That was right. like 60 points. Right. But the, but the Lions game was the under. And then what was the last game of the night? Oh, the other game, the Bills, the Bills game. I don't, yeah. I don't remember if that was the over, the under or not. Um. He's taking the Chargers plus three versus the Bengals. Tough. That's a that is a tough <laughs> game. I don't know what he so he loves them tough games. And another tough game. He's taking the Seahawks plus three and a half versus uh, the Niners. Tough. See those two games, but I see what he's doing though. Um, he's he's going against the public. So on paper, I would I would definitely take Cincinnati um, playing the uh, the Chargers. Chargers, Chargers looking kind of kind of whack right now the Bengals look hot but then again that's where they get you you know everybody still thinking about the uh the Bengals game last week when they just destroyed the the Steelers so I see all the bets going in on that the Chargers got manhandled by the Broncos so I don't see no what nobody taking that so this be the game that uh the Chargers look like you know the Chargers that we're accustomed to so um honestly that's a hard bet but I like that bet as well as the the Seahawks game too, the Niners are hot. The Seahawks are not. So you got to go against the grain, man. This is, I think this is that kind of week. So you might want to switch your, your picks up if you got some of those down there. Well, let me ask you. You you like those two bets, but would you would you actually put money on those games? Definitely not. Okay, that's what <laughs> I'm talking about. Definitely not. Yes. Um, for the Sunday night game, he's taking Denver. Uh, plus 10 versus the Chiefs. Out of all of those picks, I, the Sunday night game is probably the, the, the only one that I will probably take just because the uh, the spread's so high. And, uh, you know, Denver, they, they're they kind of like Heckle and Jai, uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Heckle, Mr. – what is it? Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, Jekyll and Hyde. Well, they either play really good or, you know, trash. So. But um, this that being a divisional game, I expect it them to you know be um motivated so hopefully they can keep it under 10 yeah i just kind of nervous because uh it's in arrowhead and uh the times that the 
Broncos do do well, it seems to be more at home than on that the is road. That is true. That is true. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's, that's still going to be a tough one. Yeah. So he's got all tough three. So I'm calling it here. Another one and three, two and two at best. <laughs> right. I need it. I need him to go another another one and three. Go ahead. Let me take this lead back. All right, let me give you my uh, public bets. All right. My first game, I'm taking the Colts minus nine versus the Texans. I feel like the Colts are just too strong. that They're going to bounce back after last week's uh, disappointing loss and um, uh, manhandle the Texans. My second pick is the Eagles minus seven versus the Jets. Uh, They lost a disappointing game last week, but I think they have uh, too much – uh, offensive firepower to uh, to be kept down, and um, I, I expect them to blow out the Jets. And then for my third game, I'm taking the Ravens minus four and a half versus the Steelers. Uh, even though the Ravens play like doo doo, they still win. Um, they have a really good defense. The Steelers aren't like who they uh, you know historically have been. Their defense is average. They've got a lot of injuries. And then on the offensive side, you know, Big Ben, this is probably his last year. So they, they really can't uh, move the ball much. So, yeah, give me the Ravens minus four and a half at the Steelers. Go ahead, what are your thoughts? Go ahead, make your uh, Sunday night game prediction too. Yeah, Sunday night was uh, – it's tough. I'm just going to go with, the, with the, the points and take Denver plus 10 versus the Chiefs. So I was going between that or taking the over – because uh, I like Sunday night games over, but uh, last week's over pick for Sunday uh, failed me. So I'm going to the, the point spread this week. So what are your thoughts about my picks? Uh, honestly, man, you, you might go 0-4 uh, one and three <laughs> again. Just because as, the all as public takes, huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, I honestly, I like the Colts bet too. I mean, at first on paper, I mean, 10 seems like a lot, but it should be a it should be a blowout. But you know, the Texans, they, they don't know. They, with Tyrod, they could be a, a completely different team. Um, it's just I didn't like that the the public's all on the Colts, man. So I couldn't do that one. The Eagles, honestly, out of all picks, those that might be the one. But then it's kind of scary because the Jets do play well at home. Uh, as I mentioned last week, they do got Zach Wilson back. Clearly, you saw their different team when with him there. Um, I saved you at a game on that one. <laughs> and uh, it didn't help. My huh? backup, it didn't help. My backup team lost. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and then, uh, well, honestly, I'll take it back. Broncos is probably your best bet. I think that's too many points. Um, but then again, maybe the, maybe the odds makers know something we don't. They're setting up all these points just for the Broncos to look like the, the uh, which one is the bad guy, the, the Jekyll or the Hyde? Uh, Hyde. Hyde, yeah, they, I mean, who knows? They might be looking like the Hyde this week when they look like the Jekyll last week. So, um, still a tough one. So, yeah, I don't, I, I, I you, you're, you're in for a tough week this week. And, and you're liking your picks this week? I do. They were hard. Like I said, honestly, the two picks that I, were, I was going to take, but I just couldn't do it. Is I was going to take the Bengals minus the three. I feel like they should demolish the Chargers, but it just seems so easy, man. And then, the fact that they just killed the Steelers and the Chargers just got waxed. How is the spread only three? I just that's just uh, an alert that it's a trap for me. 
Um, and then the uh, the Colts game too. I, I thought I liked that one on paper. It's just it was just too much bad on that. I just had to stay away. I didn't want to get caught with the okie doke. All right, man. Let's 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 see how the, your comeback goes. This is this is the week you take the lead, huh? I think so. I think so because I'm actually betting pretty smart this week. Tough right. bets too. You're not gonna like it, but it's it's tough. Um, so my first game, I'm gonna go ahead and take a. I'm taking the Giants plus the four against Miami. Miami's been a hot team. Um, I know they're at home. They are getting the majority of the bets, which is a good thing for me. Uh, a lot of people don't uh, if they watch the Giants game. Um, the Giants defense is pretty good. Like even when they played against Tampa Bay, um, they were able to uh, shut up Tom Brady a lot. It's just their offense couldn't get going. Um, same thing as last week. I believe they held, yeah, they 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 held the Eagles to just one touchdown. Um, you know, so and the Eagles are at home. Who was I forgot who was at home last week? You remember the Eagles and the Giants game? I believe it was the Giants. It was the Giants. Okay. In New York. In New York. Okay, got it. Yeah, so I'll take that one. I think it's gonna be a close game. If Miami do win, they'll win by a field goal. So I'll take the four points on that one. Uh, my next game, I'm actually gonna go ahead and take the uh the over 49 on the Raiders and Redskins game. Um, I don't know why it just like just feels like it's gonna be a shootout game. Las Vegas has no really has no defense. They like to shoot out uh with a lot of teams they play. Washington, you know, they're they're playing pretty well with Heineke right now. I should see some points on the board. And then another thing is uh a lot of people are taking the under that game. So, you know, I had to go the opposite way. So I'm gonna take the over 49 on that one. And then my third game, go ahead, I go ahead and go opposite of you, Unc. I'm going to go ahead and take the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, getting the four. I feel like um, this is a divisional game, which um, usually somebody's going to win by a field goal. Pittsburgh right now, you know, they're kind of discombobulated. I don't think no one really trusts them, especially getting blown out last week by the Bengals. Um, I think they're just a better team playing at home. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers plus the four. And then my Sunday night game, I'm just going to go ahead and ride the train with everyone and just get the 10 points with the Broncos. Oh, you're taking the Broncos too, huh? Yeah. Um, Let me look at your game. So out of all your picks, I liked your Giants pick. Yeah, Raiders and Redskins, that's a decent pick, but uh, just depends if the Redskins can hold, do their part and, and score some points. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I like the Ravens to beat the Steelers. I think the Steelers on a free fall, a free fall. I don't know if you know, like TJ Watt, he's not playing and he's not going to be playing. I think he's injured. He is, and, which is uh better news for me because people are going to see that and be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Honestly, I think a lot of people is going to be taking the Ravens money line because they're scared of that four points. And they're just going to pay that extra tax for them to win outright. And uh, honestly, we don't be surprised the Steelers win this week. Get back on yeah, stage. yeah. Being a, a divisional game, um, we'll see. Well, yeah. interesting. All right, man. Any uh, any news or anything you want to in the world that you want to talk about? Mm, no, none, man. Other than we talked about last week. Uh, thankfully, those three guys got charged with murder. Yeah the the Aubrey case. Yeah, kind of yeah. figure it would. I mean, they shot him in the back, man. So I mean, you can't. As a uh, a lawyer and attorney, it's hard to it's trying hard to justify that they weren't any wrong if if a, a person gets shot in the back and it was recorded on video too, so I, I'm sure that helped out a lot. 
I never, I, I didn't hear about him getting shooting in the back. I mean, I saw the, the video where he's struggling with the guy, you know, like trying to get the shotgun away from the guy, you mm-hmm. know, they're both fighting with the shotgun mm-hmm. and, and then it kind of like goes away and then you hear the gunshot or something, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know he was moving away and he got shot in the back. Yeah. I think the, the son or someone else tried to grab the gun and that's when, uh, Aubrey saw that and he tried to get away and they shot him anyway. So very unfortunate, but I'm glad the finally the justice system did something right. You know, it's probably, it's kind of interesting. I was listening to the case and I just, that, that whole neighborhood is very, uh, I guess, um, racist or white, you know, and basically they were, they had like a group chat or something and, and they were saying, uh oh the black man's here again and you know like notifying everyone and they kind of mm-hmm. put those three guys on alert and they came out to to you know check and it's like dude a guy can't just you know uh, it was a house being built that he went in and you know just kind of look at the progress and you know see how the house what it looks like and but uh it, you know being all aggressive and, and just the whole neighborhood they had this i think they had um some homeowners who lived in that neighborhood who said that you know, it's frightening that they can't um, have their kids out without strangers, you know, running by or, or sus- suspicious. And it's like, uh, yeah, if it was a, if it was a white person jogging by, would that be suspicious? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Some people, man, they just very close minded. It's nothing's ever going to change their mind and how they feel, you know, so very unfortunate. But uh there's there is one trial that's coming up. I'm very surprised the media doesn't cover it. But then again, you know, the media is owned. So uh, I'm not surprised. But it's that Jeffrey Epstein case trial with that uh, that Giselle lady. Yeah, She's no, not, I, I hear it. They cover it. I rarely hear them cover it on the on the media. Um, no, I've, I heard about it. It started last week. The uh, they you know, they say the trial is going to take around six weeks, six to eight weeks, which is pretty long for a trial. That it that that's all about uh, just white elitism yeah. and how that and what money and power use people. But you know, unfortunately, uh, this guy Jeffrey Epstein, he was like a sex fiend and running a sex ring or something. Yeah, and, but the inter- the interesting is, I want to see if uh, there's any name drops of some of the super elites that took part of that that were like his clients. Like I've heard uh, Bill Clinton was one. I've heard Donald Trump was one. I've heard uh, other names. There's other names that's going to still be brought up. And I'm Bill very, Gates. Yeah, uh, I'm very interested in seeing. Uh, Prince Andrews the, um, the, of England. In England, yep. He was one of them. There's even a picture of him and this girl in Epstein's home. And uh, he, he denies all that. But uh, it's crazy, man. It's uh you know, I, I don't doubt that, uh, you know, Jeff's, Jeffrey Epstein, he, he, they said he committed suicide in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't doubt that, you know, they, the they, sent, a hit. Ups, they yeah. sent a hit on him. They sent a hit of course. on him. Come yeah. in. When you're talking, the, these are uh, leaders of the world that, that could potentially be, you know, outed in this sex ring. That, yeah. You know, if the king of Saudi Arabia, can kill someone and everybody knows about it, even the U S government, but just basically say, you know, Hey, we don't, we don't condone it. And you know, that's it. Then, you know, that, um, assassinations and stuff like that happens all the time. I'm surprised they didn't do anything to her because she has a lot of information too. She was, uh, she was... Tr- trials not over yet. 
Oh, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's in custody and everything, but like if she goes to trial and she's found guilty and then she goes to jail like Jeffrey Epstein and then they put her in, two things can happen. They can pay off some, you know, two-bit thug. Uh, or to, a guard. Yeah, a guard or two-bit thug to kill her and give him 50000 whatever. Or when she goes into uh, what they call isolation, mm-hmm. then they, they can just do something while she's in isolation. And, you know, mm-hmm. right. So, um, but, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, she was like a, a ringleader, but maybe she doesn't, unless she was smart and, and have evidence or videotape evidence of, you know, other things to, to uh, lessen her sentence or whatever. That's the only way is to give up some names unless someone already came by and gave her that talk. Like, you're not going to say anything or not. This is going to happen to you. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is crazy, though. Crazy, crazy world, man. Elite people be doing some crazy stuff behind closed door. It's uh, it reminds me of a movie uh, when uh, Tom with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman in the in 99 that eyes wide shut. Yeah, Did I never saw that? that movie. Um, yeah, I never seen it. It's a uh, it's about that. It's about like rich elitists that only get invited to um, these mansion parties that like have a bunch of crazy stuff going on, and you're not supposed to let anybody know. It's kind of like suppose they say it's like inside details to one of the, the Illuminati like sex parties and stuff like that, which is kind of crazy because the director that shot the movie he died before the movie even came out. Oh, so thinking that maybe someone didn't want the movie to be. Um... Yeah, they they want to expose that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, of course that happens. Oh, I remember you were telling me the, uh, last week about Ready Player One. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you watch oh, it? I watched it. That is the best movie I've seen this year. I told you. No, that I... movie's that movie's like two years old. Wow, it's crazy, um, right? How how you can like reflect it into the real world now? It could be or potentially be. No, that's exactly that's exactly what's happening. Um, you know, Facebook has changed their name to Meta because they're metaverse. they're they're going hundred percent into Metaverse, right. and other companies are actually starting to build their brand, getting ready to build it in the Metaverse, like Nike, Microsoft. Uh, Starbucks, of course, Facebook. I definitely that movie, Ready Player One, is to me is like a a um, crystal ball of what's going to happen in twenty, thirty years from now. It's exactly how it's going to play out, where and it's going to be so realistic uh, that you know you're not going to be able to once you get into this virtual world to distinguish what is what is real and what is fake and but you know you went into the virtual world you know exactly um, but it's like going to be so real like yeah they uh, they already sell like you know vr goggles and stuff that you can actually go into this metaverse as and you know you create your own player you know they uh whatever's in that metaverse is kind of like the real life like you can buy property like virtual property of the real property and supposedly they even said that there's a way of people even make money on it because there's certain tokens that you can purchase in the metaverse that equivalent to like real money in the in the world but you use in the verse it's just kind of mind-boggling man it's it's crazy so uh yeah that movie on that movie i was like that this movie is crazy like this i always felt like that like when movies come out i feel like it's so detailed like they already have like the the blueprint the idea how it's going to be and then they shoot a movie of it because i'm just like how do you get the idea of some of these movies like if it wasn't true like i always felt like that will smith movie i robot is gonna be real because you see like robots are kind of like becoming the thing now 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just hope like I, my, you know, one of my, like, I guess bucket list thing before I die is to be able to go into this virtual world when it's really like, not like today, it's, it's kind of like at its baby stage today, but, but basically, you know, like ready player one, where you actually immersed in it and you can do whatever you want and everything. And it's hundred percent real. Yeah. I, I would love to be able to that technology to be available before I die and, and experience that. I think, yeah, we're, we're, you know, 30 years away, so we shall see. Yeah. And even when it does come though, like just the fact that like I'm knowledgeable and stuff like that. No, now I, I, I try to experience it. Like you said, just to see how it is, but I already know like the end story of it. So I'm not going to get like all into it and become like my life. Like, Oh, I can't wait to go home and go into this meta universe right now because the, the real universe sucks for me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you say that, but it's true. Like there's going to be so like over 50% of the people are going to be addicted to this of course. and not, not be able to function in the real world. Um, because they, they want to spend 24 seven in the virtual world. And you say that, but I'm telling you, man, the ultimate angle, it's going to be where you can't tell the difference in uh, the virtual world and reality. And so whatever your, your dreams are, your, you know, your, your interest, you can, you can go into that world and you can experience no with other people. There's no way. Not for me. I would always know that this is the, this is the real universe. Like I can't, Oh, the real universe that sucks. Well, it is, it, but it's real though. I mean, you can have a million billion dollar in the meta universe, have everything you ever wanted, but it's, when, as soon as it's time to press turn off, you're back into the real world. Like you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of crazy. I know. And you, 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 you quickly eat, drink, take a poop, <laughs> and go back into the virtual world. <laughs> That's sad. That's so sad. Man. You remember that movie? Uh... That robot, it was a cartoon or something, that robot, the whole end of the world was basically Earth was trash. And so they all moved to uh, Mars or something. He was the only robot trying to clean up the world. And, and oh, basically, I saw that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And basically, you know, in Mars, it was, you know, they, they just spent 24-7 in that little uh, iPod, that pod. And they were like 500 pounds, couldn't walk. And they were in their virtual world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then there's the other uh, scenario where like Matrix, where that you become so enamored in the virtual that, you know, this plays on uh, artificial intelligence where machines have self-learning capability and they use it against you and, and use humans uh, energy and like electricity to, to power and, and keep them alive. And so basically they use humans as, uh, as food source by keeping mm. them in this virtual world forever. It's crazy. But yeah. that those things aren't, you know, far from They're not. You know. They're not. We're living those times. So like I mean with the the dig- digital currency explosion, like everything is becoming this uh digital type of world that's that's coming. So um yeah. I, yeah. I mean like I said, what what if what if the world one day is just it's like terrible outside? Like <laughs> like almost on some like destructions type stuff people are going to rather be in the meta universe because it's it's more happy it's it it takes their pain away and stuff like that which is like i said it's just mind-boggling to think about um you mentioned like the metaverse you know in able to make money in on coins Mm -hmm. uh the two the two coins that are are 
that are big in the metaverse and, and, you know, really taken off is Decentraland and Sandbox. I, I saw that Sandbox. Yep. I read up yeah. on those two. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then the, the surge too. Like I saw the, uh, the percentage increase. It's like, the, like, um, it's pretty high, but I don't, how do, like, do you people cash out on it? Like money, like just like as if, if it was Bitcoin and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you buy okay. it, you buy like a like it like it's any other coin, and when it goes up, you know, five hundred, a thousand percent, then you sell mm-hmm. those coins and and convert it to stable coins or to dollars when you sell. But it. Are, but aren't those coins like when they get the whole metaverse really going? Like you be able to you spend it on there too to get whatever you want or yeah, yeah. Because as as the value of those coins go up for like say for like sandbox, which is a virtual world, as the value of those co- coins go up. Then you could you could uh, sell those coins to buy things in that metaverse, like like physical, well, not physical, like virtual properties, right? And so you right, own right. that property. Like Snoop Dogg has already bought land and property in this metaverse, so he owns it, you know, virtually forever. And then if you want to buy property next to Snoop Snoop Dogg or something else or a property, um, just like in the real world, you know, property is king right and location mm-hmm. location location so if you buy a which is funny to say a virtual property by the beach with good location and everything you know the value of that thing's gonna to go up because in that virtual world with that virtual earth there's a only a, a finite amount of property in there land right mm-hmm. and just things are just going to be built on top of that land as as it develops they, they're not going to mm-hmm. add more land to that world they're not yeah it's, it's kind of like, like it's it's like kind of like the earth right it's only so much you know land there that's crazy maybe we should yeah. get in there and buy some land now before they all taken up man yeah <laughs> but but it's so early that it's it's more like if you were going to uh, invest in this you know virtual world like sandbox and decentral it's more of a uh investment type thing because it's going to mm. be it's more it's so early it's more going to be like a bubble and then it's going to crash uh, it's not mature yet. It, it, you're going to need like five, 10 more years before it becomes really mature. And mm-hmm. then it, it, it's there, f- you know, for good. Mm-hmm. Or if you got in now, you know, you could, you can make some good change and get out in, in a year or something. That's crazy. All right, man. Well, it was good talking with you. Uh, good luck. As usual, you probably have the best picks. We'll, we shall see. Hopefully I can That's come cool. in at a respectable two and two. Yeah, next week will be interesting. Somebody could be the new leader next week. <laughs> Doesn't take much, man. We're all we're all one game behind each other. Exactly. All right, man. You have a good week, and I'll I'll talk to you next week. All right, you too. All right, later. Later.